just because Amazon has 150 million members here, it doesn't mean they're all going to be flocking to your listing. And it, you know, honestly, it doesn't even mean a single person is going to click on your listing, right? So it's all up to you to you know, create A, a great listing, and B, to drive traffic to that listing however you can. Ending small business failure. Welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with the number one small business expert, Melinda Emerson. Melinda's goal is to end small business failure, and she'll give you the information you need to succeed and live the life you dream of. Now, here's the small biz lady herself, Melinda Emerson. Hi, everybody. I'm Melinda Emerson, the small biz lady, and I'm the host of the Small Biz Chat Podcast. I'm so excited to have you all here with us today because we have an amazing show. Now, the Small Biz Chat Podcast is a peer-to-peer interview show that gives small business owners a way to get invaluable business advice. The mission of Small Biz Chat is to end small business failure. You're here to get advice about how to take your business to the next level, and we're giving you different angles that you might want to consider. So now with that, I want to turn and introduce my very first guest, Alfred, (laughs) who is the president and CEO of AMS Games, and he has a wonderful, unique (laughs) card game company, and this is one of his best-selling products. I decided to try it out for myself. It's pretty cool. So I'm going to get him to tell us how he took his clever card games and created a business, and he has a power seller on Amazon. So prior to starting his company, he was a digital marketing expert specializing in mobile performance campaigns and paid ads on Facebook, Google, and and Apple ad campaigns. So he knew a little something about digital marketing before he got on Amazon, but he tossed it all aside to start his company, ASMgames.com. And and Alfred, welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast. Thank you, Melinda. Very excited to be here. Well, all right. So you got to tell us how you started a card game business. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, so I mean, we create and publish and sell all different kinds of card games. I, I know you've seen from website from party games to gamified conversation starters to trivia games. We kind of make it all. I started the business five years ago out of my home. My girlfriend at the time, now wife, and I would always go to these game nights with friends. Honestly, we didn't really like a lot of the games that we played. Uh, and on the drive home, one of these nights, we were talking, we thought, hey, you know, we can make a better game. Uh, let's do it. Let's, let's try to make our own game. And so, and so we did. So after work and on the weekends, uh, we learned all we could about graphic design, print design, manufacturing, importing. We watched you know, YouTube videos, read articles, took online courses. We, we did it all. And long story short, about half a year later, uh, we finally were able to first launch our game on Amazon and uh, since then, we've had three separate products on Amazon's bestsellers list, uh, and we now sell in eight different countries. Awesome, awesome. So people might think that's a rags to riches story, but I, I kind of want you to tell me about why did you start selling on Amazon versus your own website? I mean, would you do it again the same way, or do you think people should do both? Yeah, so... I definitely think you should do both, right? There's pros and cons of selling on Amazon and selling on your own website. 
the pros of being on Amazon, of course, is the potential for Amazon users to see your product when they're browsing or searching around on Amazon, uh, where they otherwise wouldn't have if you know you weren't selling on Amazon. So that definitely may help drive extra sales to you if you do things right. Uh, another big pro is the trust that Amazon has. People oftentimes are more likely to purchase something if it's on Amazon rather than on an obscure website, right? Where they have to input their credit card information, their address and, and personal information. Uh, my dad, I mean, he falls for every other online scam out there. So I always tell him, hey, whatever you need, just, just buy it on Amazon and stop giving everyone else on the internet your credit card number, right? So even aside from the whole trust aspect, just reducing the friction of having to have potential customers fill out their billing and shipping information on your website. I mean, that's a big bonus for Amazon. And You've seen it. It's 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 as easy as one or two clicks to make a purchase on Amazon. And I got to tell you, that that is huge when it comes to having potential customers be actual customers. No, it's scary easy to click and buy. over. Yeah, they make it too easy for you to give Amazon money, right? <laughs> oh, but yeah, it's I mean, on the phone anywhere. It's like, it, it's faster <laughs> to do it on your phone. It's literally one scary. click, right? <laughs> but I mean, aside from all that, there is one big benefit, though, of selling on your own website. One that you don't get if you sell on Amazon. And that is the customers you acquire selling on your own website. They're yours. Amazon customers who purchase your products on Amazon, they're not your customers. They're Amazon's customers, right? You, you can't retarget them. You can't uh, email them for promotional marketing. You can't build an audience off of them to custom target on Facebook or Google advertising. It, it ain't your customer. When you sell on your own website, I mean, you can do all that, right? You can collect emails. You can remarket. You can retarget. And that in its own way is really, really big. So I mean, back to your question, I, you know, I definitely recommend doing both so you can capture the pros of, of each. Now, how important is it to do your own online marketing, even though you're on Amazon? Because I think some people think if I put it up there, they're going to find me, <laughs> all these people, millions of people every minute coming to Amazon. Like, you know, you still have to market even though you're on Amazon, right? You're, you're absolutely spot on. I mean, it's absolutely critical. There's sometimes, you know, a misconception when people hear stories about Amazon success and they think, you know, simply joining Amazon and creating a listing, I'll be, you know, it's an easy goal and take it to 10X in their sales. But that's, that's rarely the case. Amazon is an amazing platform for e-commerce, but, you know, really how you leverage the platform is key, right? The principles of running any successful business remains the same. It's about creating amazing products and how you market and sell, sell those products. You know, just because Amazon has 150 million members here, it doesn't mean they're all going to be flocking to your listing. And, it, you know, honestly, it doesn't even mean a single person is going to click on your listing, right? So it's all up to you to, you know, create A, a great listing, and B, to drive traffic to that listing however you can. So talk to me about how you drive traffic to your listing, right? You can buy ads on Amazon, right? Yeah, you, you can. So ads on Amazon is relatively new. Uh, when I first started selling on Amazon, they didn't really have any ads in the search results. Uh, you know, I believe there was an internal fight on, at the executive level within Amazon, whether to even include paid ads on the search results. Uh, one side said no, right? They said the goal of Amazon was to show users the best products possible. Uh, and that by having ads, you're going to hurt that experience. Uh, the other side said, look, it's potentially a lot of revenue for us. And obviously the revenue side won. And so it just started off with one listing as a paid ad in the search results. And now it's up to five on desktop. So every few months, you know, I see them adding more and more ad spacing in the search results. So it's taken up more and more real estate. And I, I do think that it will continue taking up more and more real estate on Amazon search results. You know, it's obviously very lucrative for Amazon. So, you know, I think Amazon sellers need to be prepared for this new reality, right? That it will be more and more pay to play, that it will cost you to get visibility. So, you know, can you be successful on Amazon without buying ads on Amazon? Yeah, absolutely. Will that be the case in the future? 
you know, probably, but I do think to a lesser extent. I will say though that ads on Amazon have become more and more expensive. It's tough to be profitable. So definitely learn, take some courses, read all you can about best practices in running ads on Amazon. And like I said, make sure your listing is top notch. If you're going to be paying people to drive, you know, paying to drive people to your listing, make sure it actually converts those clickers into customers. All right, so let's talk about that. One first thing I want to know is what can you do if you're not buying ads to promote your stuff on Amazon? And what makes a good ad, right? What makes a good product listing on Amazon? Yeah, so, you know, when we first started, we kind of we did everything, right? We did paid ads, we did PR outreach. I found every editor I could, their email address, their Instagram handle, the Twitter handle, I DM them, I messaged them. I said, "Hey, you know, feature our product. We have a really cool product." Uh, we did everything we could. We did influencer marketing. And, you know, it's really just about doing ground up digital marketing, you know, everywhere you can. If you have a lot of money to spend, if you have great performance marketing background, spend that money on Facebook ads, make sure you're profitable, right? Because you can spend $1,000 and generate $10 in revenue. And I've had a lot of, I've worked with a lot of people that, that have done that. So do what you're best at doing and take the time to learn. There's a million ways to drive traffic to your Amazon listing. There isn't one right way. It really depends on your product. But my philosophy is always try everything out there. And if it works for you, scale it up, right? If you know you spend $1,000 on paid ads and it's driving good conversion rates and you're being profitable, scale it up. All right. Well, I think that's more than fair. How can you encourage, I know you said that, you know, when they buy from Amazon, they're not your customer, but is there a safe or legal way to get people to give you reviews, like to reach back to people to, to, to give you reviews? Yeah, I, I get that question a lot. Um, so first, Amazon has a zero tolerance policy when it comes to cheating on reviews. So, you know, you will get banned and you will be banned. And the thing about cheating on reviews, it's, it's kind of vague, right? There's uh, some people ask me, hey, is it cheating if you add a pamphlet in your package and say, hey, leave me a review? No, not yet. But if you say, you know, you throw a bunch of five stars on that pamphlet, is that priming people to leave you five stars? Yeah. Is that considered cheating? Probably. Uh, so, I mean, with all that said, you know, Amazon knows that reviews are important for selling products. If you sell products, Amazon makes money. So Amazon obviously wants uh, reviews and, and wants to sell products. So for new products, the easiest way to get reviews is to enroll in an Amazon program called Vine. Uh, it's a program where you can get up to 30 reviews uh, by giving away your product to trusted, unbiased Amazon reviewers. They're going to test out your product and leave you a review. It's kind of a, an automated process. It's, it's Amazon sanctioned giveaway program, essentially. It's pretty cheap. It's like 200 bucks to enroll each product in there. You really absolutely need a strong reviews. Um, aside from that, always double check the, the terms. But uh, from what I've seen work is oftentimes when you leave a note in your package and you, you kind of tell your story about being a small business thanking them for the support and asking them to leave feedback on Amazon so that they can help, you know, other customers and users that has worked really well. But again, Amazon rules always change. So double check and make sure that's okay. All right. I love it. Alfred, what is the best business advice you've ever been given? My wife actually told me this. She said, nobody cares about your business more than yourself. Uh, and the context of this is when I would catch mistakes here and there from professionals that I've hired to look at things like legal contracts or, or taxes. And you know, I was ranking to her and I was saying, you know, why am I paying all these quote unquote experts all this money to do a job where I find issues, right? I'm not professionally trained in accounting or law. It, like, like, I like, I like to read. I'm kind of a geek, right? <laughs> I like to go thoroughly go over things and I shouldn't be catching these things and I shouldn't be doing the research that I am to ensure that these things are right. Uh, and she said, you know, no matter who you work with, who I hire, 
there will never be a bigger advocate to make sure things are done right for my business. So make sure, take the extra time, even if you hired the best, to ensure that things are done right. Nobody cares about your business uh, more than yourself. I can concur completely. Thank you so much, Alfred. You've shared some really valuable nuggets here about how to hit it big and scale your business with Amazon. All right, Alfred, what's your favorite podcast? I don't listen to too many podcasts, and I'm going to be completely honest. Your, yours is probably one of the, the, the first or the few that I've, I've actually listened to, so I'm going to have to say Small Biz Chat. <laughs> well, you're a teacher's pet. I appreciate that. Love always. All right, Alfred, what's your favorite app? Mine's boring. It's the Amazon seller app. Uh, I, I could be in a beach in Hawaii and have a pulse of everything in my palm, sales, inventory, everything. So it's if you're an Amazon seller, you need to have that app. What is the best business book you have ever read? Mine's the Lean Startup. I, I come from a startup world and have taken so many lessons from, from being in that world. And this book has just so many good ideas, many of which I think you definitely can apply for to even traditional businesses. This was so awesome. Please support my guests because they have given their time and advice here tonight to help all of us do better in business. Thank you all for watching this episode of the Small Biz Chat podcast. If you're looking for your digital pivot, I've got a resource that's going to help you. We've got wonderful courses over at Small Biz Lady University, and I have one called Social Media Selling that we just launched earlier this year. So if you're looking to figure out how you can turn your social into cash, I've got everything you need. All you do is head over to smallbizladyuniversity.com. You know, the mission of Small Biz Chat is to end small business failure. It is my honor to work with you all and share my insight and those of my guests. And I want to leave you with this. You never lose in business. Either you win or you learn. God bless everybody. Good night. Thank you for listening to the Small Biz Chat podcast with Belinda Emerson. For more resources and small business success strategies, visit SucceedAsYourOwnBoss.com. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and join us next Wednesday.